Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to another episode of the Uninformed Opinions Podcast. The podcast where we take a zoomed out perspective look at this thing that we call Earth and realize, damn, we don't know shit really, man. You join with your host, Timothy James Broussard, TJB, Big Dick Energy in the building. And I'm joined with my guest today, my boy, one of my oldest friends in the world, my best homie, Big Dick Energy on his side of the table as well. Mr. Kevin Chandler. Hit him with the mule. Hit him with the mule, baby. I love it, man. What's up, boy? Uh, not much, man. How you doing? Man, blessed and highly favored, man. Can't complain, especially amen. now that I'm here in your presence, dog. Amen, amen. Yes, sir. Thank you for being a guest on, on this thing. You brave. You brave, son. Oh, man, I interact with you all the time. I think that's just life of bravery at that point. So. <laughs> yeah, but usually it's not recorded and exposed to the world. Well, we we do we do sometimes on the, yeah, uh, so, on yeah, on our yeah. on our YouTube channel that we that we get down on. Yeah, most most stuff that we do probably shouldn't be recorded because it's so goofy, man. Yeah. Well, what shit? What you expect when you're dealing with us? Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> um, we got some shots here. Yeah, yo. So look to give the listeners a perspective on what's going down. We are at the beautiful home of Kevin Channel, uh, Casa da Channel, mm. and uh, bro. Literally, my boy got four shots lined up, two for each, I'm assuming. Are you doing three and three and one? Or are they all for you? Actually, man, it's actually a shot and then with a pickle juice chaser. Ah, see. Yeah, you wasted a shot glass on that. I ain't about to drink that shit. It's good, man. Nah. First off. Hard pass. First off, it wipes out the taste from the shot. You got to taste goddamn pickle juice. Yeah, but yeah. So second, though, pickle juice is good for hangovers, man. So you already... You know, getting yourself right for the next day. You're you're eliminating the hangover before it even comes. That's right, man. It's I'm, like I'm, birth control for shots. <laughs> I was gonna say proactive, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're going there. Yeah. <laughs> why you gotta, why you gotta go there? But yeah, yeah. yeah that, this yeah. is Texas. Yeah. Goddamn governor gonna knock down the door. Y'all doing what? <laughs> <laughs> we having all the babies yeah, around here. Got here killing babies on the podcast. Oh, nah, that's dope. So we got the shots lined up. We got two full cups of uh, what, what you what you got lined up in the cups, dog? What did you pour up for us? Man, that's vodka and uh, gold peak sweet tea. Yeah. So my man, yo, Kevin's always been a G when it comes to mixing liquors and and tea. That's not something that I normally got down on. You know, you normally don't think, oh man, this tea is about to go hard <laughs> with, with with you know the liquor of your choice, but. Bro, you've always been good at uh at, at mixing them real well to make them go down good. Man, I I, I, I like tea. I like I like yeah. I like it. it it if you get the gold peaks has been the best one to work with. Yeah, I agree. Because you got you can use it for whiskey, vodka. The only one I haven't really tried it with is rum. You know, I bet it's good. Yeah, I use like rum with uh, pineapple juice, man. Yeah, pineapple juice and like a sprite or ginger ale. But that's like if, rum if, makes so but well. If, but if you if you like a sweeter taste, you know, it's like that. It always tastes like uh, wedding juice. <laughs> <laughs> wedding juice. Yeah, you, you that's all nasty, bro. You, you go to a black wedding. It always has this juice. You like why oh, is this orange? This yellow juice. Yeah. And you are like, man, it tastes so good. What is that? Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, I know exactly it, what you're talking about. It's pineapple juice and Sprite, man. Yeah. I got you. I got your wedding juice. <laughs> we talking before or after the wedding? Because. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Wedding just could, uh, could could be nasty. My bad. My phone is going off. <laughs> Man, I used to, uh, if you you remember back in the day, I used to mix rum, Bacardi rum in particular, with so many different things. I used to especially mix it with um, Big Blue and call it the Blue Beast. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, how could you forget? Oh, man, that stuff was too strong, man. Like, I didn't even taste not one iota of soda, <laughs> like not not one piece of soda. Just I think it was the mixer. It, it was it was me. If you would have mixed it yourself or somebody logical that was actually mixing the drinks, it probably would have been good. My tolerance got built up though from the first time that I had it. I was like, okay, well, shit, let me add some more rum next time. Yeah, we're trying to function, man. <laughs> nah, man, but okay, so we got we got the drinks, we got the shots, and we also got some pre-made Jack Daniels that are actually the correct way for them to make Jack Daniels. Uh, I love these, man. I get them from the store all the time, you know, the little bottles of uh, pre-made Jack and Coke. So needless to say, we have no shortage of drinks that's, that's flowing right now for this podcast, uh, which we really have no theme for or no topic <laughs> of anything yeah. to talk about. I know. I, I, was, I remember you were, when you was asking him, hey, or telling me, hey, we're going to do this. And I'm kind of like, all right, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. It's the, point of, it's the point of podcast, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love to just sit down with my guests and let let you know feed off your energy you know what i'm saying whatever's on your mind whatever's on kevin channel's mind whatever you promoting whatever you want to get off your chest get it off your chest nigga say it with your chest right now bro this is your platform to to voice your grievances to the world my grievance right now is that this shot's still sitting here yeah you're right you're right let's do this man who we toasting to do we toasting to the listener yeah all right yo shout out to you for listening right now especially if you're still with us <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! See, that's, I, why that, that's why you need that pickle. I might need the pickle juice. Nah, I still can't do it, man. I despise oh. pickles. You know, I had a big problem with um, pickle juice, pickle smell for a long time when I was a kid. I hated it. Yeah, hated I understand. It. It's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. This, what this, the hell was in that shot, bro? That should have salted my throat. Man, it's that's, that's Casamigos, man. Reposado too. Hey, my amigos. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. I'm sorry, it's, it's smooth to me. Nah, this shit did not go down smooth. We'll, we'll try again later. No, we won't. <laughs> Everybody know I'm a bitch now on, on air. <laughs> <laughs> I've known this whole time. <laughs> it's been revealed. Nah, man. Nah, see, that's the dope thing. About having like a, a friend that you grew up with, you know what I'm saying? Like, so many, you know, I try to get into so many different things. Got got businesses, got got you know, different avenues of things that I'm doing. But when you got like a homie that came up with you in the trenches, there's no bullshitting your your real boys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could try to front all goddamn day on social media and be like, oh, I'm this, I'm that, and and and, and talk with the white people voice and like, you know, hey, yes sir, you know, do this and that, you know. But your boy is always gonna be like, nigga, like, <laughs> like, like you better chill, you know. So, you, I think everybody, everybody needs that in their life. Everybody need that that one, you know, one true homie. You know, man, I'm I'm blessed to have you know multiple people, you yeah, know. But yeah. like, you definitely one of my oldest and, and truest homies for sure. Yeah, uh, you're somebody I tell a story to, like, or or something happened in my life where I'm like, dang, this really sucked. Like, this was this was tough, man. This was a hard day, 
And then he just start cracking up laughing at me. Like, <laughs> like, straight in my face. That that laugh right there. <laughs> I've been almost in tears. <laughs> and, and and that's the laugh I get. And I'm like, well, I guess I guess it ain't that bad. You know, <laughs> you know whatever this situation was, uh, somebody got to laugh at it. So, you know, I'm guess keep on pressing on, man. So. Man, but it's a testament to you. Like, if you, if you come to me, like you in particular, if you come to me with some shit, to where you know you legit stressed out and, and or you do have a story like that, I can laugh because I know you and I know that you're gonna bounce back from whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? And I know, not to say that you're blowing it out of proportion, but at the same time, I just know like, okay, I'm hearing you. I hear everything that you're saying, but oh, you Kevin fucking channel man, big dick <laughs> energy. Dog. This is about to be fine. It's about to be all good. So it's a sign of respect when I laugh at you. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. <laughs> that's how I take it. Man, respect has changed in the, in the last couple of years. <laughs> somebody, somebody informed me. Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> it's respect, dog. Yeah, yeah. If I was, if I was to be like legitimately concerned, be like, damn, man, I don't know what you're gonna do, bro. <laughs> you gonna die? <laughs> you know that that shit would be disrespectful. <laughs> that shit would be me saying like, I have no faith in you whatsoever. <laughs> I think you're a shit person. <laughs> and your bounce back ability is non-existent, bro. So let's be concerned. Let's be worried together. Well, I hate to tell you this, but uh, you suck. And, yeah. Uh, there ain't nothing you're going to do. So good luck. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Exactly. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's just a sign of respect, bro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Man. Um. So... We alluded to it a little bit earlier, man, but something that we we do that I I, I really enjoy. We haven't been able to, to get on some episodes lately, man, but we got a YouTube channel together called Bank Black and Nerd Culture, you know, where we talk about um, comic book shows, man, things that we really enjoy. Uh, things like Marvel movies, Marvel shows, uh, you know, the things that have been coming out recently. And, uh, man, you really got me on that shit. You know, you were trying to be getting me on the, the comic book shit for years and Star Wars and all that. And I was real hesitant, real reluctant. And uh, obviously, I, I've seen that I've been missing out on, on a lot of good shit. Man, uh, basically what you're saying is right now is a good time to be a nerd. So that's kind of how I'm taking it. Is this if you were interested in this stuff or see how it was going to become? I'm, I'm 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 shocked at how much stuff is out there that's not just for kids like it, there's there's stuff that's out there that's rated r and mature and all suited for adults like yeah. it's just it's just, I, I, it's crazy how like uh the whole nostalgia kick is still you know making money towards people who are in their 30s and their 40s yeah and um you know that's the demographic you can go after man when yeah. you, when it used to be, I well, I don't know, but you, most most things you were trying to promote was for someone between the age of ten and twenty five. You know. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It seemed like all the 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 Spider Man stuff and you know comic book movies when it was coming out when we were kids were like kitty. Now you get a yeah. movie like like uh, like Logan, you know, yeah. which was just the rawest you know rawest type of comic book movie that you could have. You know, and I love that. Black Widow was um, 
you know, was was one that was was kind of up there as well. You know, that you could see like, damn, is, is, is would a kid watch this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was more directed, like you say, to to our age group. Um, but yeah, man, it's been it's been very enjoyable, man. One one of the things that we do that I think is really cool. You know, whenever a new Marvel movie or, or you know, whatever, primarily Marvel, man, because we talk about it on the show, like DC the don't best, come with the it. The best content, the best content right now, man. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever a new Marvel movie comes out, man, because we hate spoilers, we always go check out the, the new movie. Most of the time, like the day before it actually drops. So if it's like on a Thursday, we there, you know, yeah. when, when the movie drops Friday, because... Man, if somebody goddamn ruined a movie for me, bro, if I see a spoiler on Twitter or, or Instagram or whatever, I'm ready to kick that person in their fucking teeth, man. <laughs> I don't I don't play that. So I love the fact that we we jump on it, man. It's become it's become tra- tradition at this point. Yeah, uh, it's crazy, man. I, I remember we was going to go to the movies to see uh, what was it uh, Shang Shang Chi? Yeah. And I was talking to you about, hey, man, you know this is new Spider movie coming out, like close to the holidays and i stopped and thought about it, it was like man you know we rent to go see the first spider movie together like yeah you know um and i that tripped me out man like and then we saw the first i was telling you we saw the first like post credit scene with x-men yeah came in one of the x-men <clears throat> movies so this is just some stuff that we got to share that i thought that was that was pretty cool not intentionally it's just we were just like, man, let's just go see a movie, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that that's crazy. That just shows like how long we've been been rocking. You know, the very first post credit scene. Now it's expected. Now I remember the very first time you know that that they did a post credit scene. I remember like kind of edging out of my seat and looking at you, and you were just sitting there content. I was like, yo, what you doing, bro? You know, I guess you had been tipped off, you know, and kind of knew something was coming. It, it wasn't that. So, my granddad, he was a, uh, he's into acting and performing. And at one point when I was younger, he was a stuntman. Okay. So, in my family, whenever the credits roll, you stay because all those people that worked on it on the movie yeah you, know, you kind of pay respect to to them so you sit you might not catch every name you're not supposed to yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah it's just taking that time to you know look at what all that went into it you know for sure and i think you know i just happened to stay a little bit longer and it, it throws people off because my wife she's like when we were dating she's like all right getting up she's like why are we just sitting there like, <laughs> let's move like yeah. everybody else is moving i'm just Still kick back, and I'm like, this is what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it wasn't. It's normal now. Yeah, yeah. It's normal for everybody. Not everybody, but there's certain certain crowds of people. They're gonna just stay and watch the end of the credits. But we were doing that way before it was a thing, just because of what he. I think did. you were actually sleep. You you probably you probably <laughs> just fell asleep. And my dumb ass was like, all right, I guess he's waiting on something. <laughs> 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 not realizing you would just knock the hell out. <laughs> You've gotten bad at that recently, man. Like we be looking forward to seeing movies. The eyes fall asleep uh, getting, within the first five I'm minutes getting, of the movie. Oh, bro! <laughs> I, I'm like, man, we haven't had kids yet, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting, I get tired. Oh man, like, wow. like taking a nap is like bragging now. Yeah, like it's a huge flex. He's like, yo, I took a nap today. Yeah, like what did you do? I took a nap. You took a nap, bro. I can't tell you how jealous I be when you tell me that shit. Like I could tell the hesitancy in your voice whenever oh. you whenever you tell me like on a Sunday, <laughs> like what time you woke up, bro? You be like one. 
You're like, you bitch. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm just sitting on the couch. I'm still in the same boxes I had on last night yeah. watching watching football. I just woke up from a nap. Trash. I'm about to take another nap. Bastard. <sighs> <laughs> Enjoy it. Uh, it's, Enjoy it's, it while you can. It's, it's, it's what you do when you wake up in the morning. The first thing you think about is when the next time you're going to go to sleep. <laughs> That's how much we enjoy sleeping. <laughs> you're like, well, you're like, well, you're I, like, maybe I can take a ten minute nap in the car at some point somewhere. Jesus, if, if I go out for, if, if I could take a nap during lunch, yeah. you know, maybe that then that would help me out. Yeah, most likely you're not going to take a nap, but that's that little thought of taking a nap helps you push on for the rest of the day. Now I'm, I'm going to tell you something depressing. I have these same thoughts. <laughs> but it's a dream at this point <laughs> it's a very wishful thinking it's like alright when can I get my next sleep <laughs> and I get a little girl standing right in my face like nah bro <laughs> it's not gonna happen dog oh man naps are the best man yeah I, I, I wish I can go back in time <laughs> and nap can, more can, can, can you imagine like like you go see you're five years old you see like a full grown man and he's like, take your nap. <laughs> yeah, it's like those memes. It's like if you could go back in time and tell your younger self, like yeah. give your younger yeah. self some advice, instead of you telling your younger self to like invest in Apple or yeah. Tesla or something, yeah. you just say, take more naps. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, be, just be so scary, man. Just like Candyman. Get back in the bed. Oh, shit. That's terrifying, bro. Oh, man. That's terrifying. Jesus. Your 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 <laughs> your future advice to your younger self is hilarious. You saw like that movie Alpha Space, man. Whenever uh, the neighbor was asking her, he was like, "If you had a million dollars, what would you do?" <laughs> and old dude was like, "Nothing. <laughs> I wouldn't do nothing." Man, that you know. Sometimes, sometimes I you know you you I had to talk to my wife like you 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 gotta appreciate. The time of doing nothing. The, you know, I always feel like life is getting you ready for something's about to come. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something uh, something's gonna happen to where you're gonna have to do exert yourself, do more, way more work than what you think is gonna than what you project in your head. Like when? Like in in life? Yeah. Man, you know, let's say for, even for you for for the business for for Fab and Fits, you know how it's gonna be. On a month to month, or how how many orders about roundabout right now? You know in your head. Yeah. Every now and then that thing doubles, and you just kind of like, oh snap! Now I gotta kick it into a different gear. Oh, I get what you I get what you're saying. Yeah. It, it, enjoy so, enjoy the times so, when you can. Right, actually, right. right. So sometimes yeah. when there's nothing to do, and sometimes it's downtime. Yeah. You know, appreciate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just just take it in stride for a little bit. I you, got you. you. Doesn't mean you gotta be lazy yeah it just means okay it's the it's the quiet before the storms sometimes, yeah or yeah. calm before the storms yeah no nah, that's good advice actually man <clears throat> that's really good advice bro because you know especially in my home me and my wife struggle with what what we consider is adhd you know because my mind is on a million like every second of the day mm-hmm. and it's frustrating that even when i sleep is is running at a million so when i wake up I feel like I've just worked like an yeah. entire night, you know, yeah. so it's, it's like, damn, you know, I didn't actually get rest. And it's because exactly what you're saying. I always feel like there's a fucking million things that need to be done and that I haven't done. And that needs, you know, you know what I'm saying? So hearing you say, like, enjoy the times and, and rest when you can rest. 
that's very valuable because yeah, you need that. Your body needs a recharge, yeah. obviously. Um, you know, man, I'm I'm I from what people if you if people know me, they'll say, you know, Kevin's kinda analytical, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that's I think, an understatement. I, I think the mind is supposed to run all the time, you know. It's 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 the first natural computer, right? It's supposed to have these thoughts generating. It's 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 the reason why people can't that people are trying to work to go to sleep. This is people why people get antsy. Yeah, it's it's supposed to, but it's just at, when those times get to where you're like, man, I need to do something, and I and I feel like I can't do nothing. People don't really. I don't think people take advantage of like some of the games that they have out there as far as like apps or on their phone. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, trying yeah. to promote like different testing or elevation of their mind. Yeah. Or because a lot of times we end up scrolling because you know it's 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 it's, it's fun. routine. It, yeah, it's routine. It's fun. It it just it gives you, you know, those endorphins because you're looking at stuff that that appeals to you. That's what the program is meant to do, right? Yeah. But if you take the time to just kind of like, man, I'm just gonna brush up on some, get a little goofy game about math. Yeah. Brush up on some math. You find that your mind will be like expanding on that, but also kind of bored with it. So it kind of slows it down. Kind of gets that hmm. that 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 medium. Yeah. So. I have heard that. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. Like those brain games, uh, it's something like that. I'm sure somebody listening is probably like, "Oh yeah, you know, like yeah, uh, yeah. whatever whatever brain game app that they play." Yeah, probably know more than I do. Um, I, I don't I don't have one. I have like little mindless games sometimes that I play. Mm-hmm. If I do feel overwhelmed, that kind of help calm me down. But it's not like what what. I know what you're saying, like the little math trivia type type stuff that kind of you know helps your brain work. Yeah, the, um, it's like um, what are they called? The uh, Wonderlick tests. But there's different variations. Oh, of got it. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not as uh, complex as they the ones that give light to you know quarterbacks or whatever. Yeah. Or athletes. Yeah. But it's just little forms of it to 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 do it, man. You That's know? dope. And your 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 mind is uh, part partly why it's kind of restless is because it's looking. For not only something to do, but something to receive. If you if, yeah. you if you if you think about it, we spent eighteen years of our lives just ingesting some form of knowledge, you know, yeah. some form of curriculum and some form of some form some form of syllabus. And that's if you just you know decided not to go into former some formal former education. You just you know recruit knowledge based off of life. Yeah. So why not you know you know uh, play with those muscles, man. Um, especially with what I do, working with the elderly man, that that dementia is is, is killing man. It's yeah, crazy. you see it firsthand. Yeah. What what can come and what's out there. Yeah. So so, <clears throat> I couldn't do it. By the way, <laughs> uh, you, you you don't know what you're what you can't. You know, you know what I mean. I I, I know what I, I can emotionally take on. The, yeah, but there's but there's things that you've done. I'm like, I don't know how that brother's doing that. Nah, that's that ain't me. I can't 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 do it. Really, really, you know. But this is what you find. You find your niche in there. Yeah, I mean, every everybody got that. Everybody got that thing that makes them unique. That makes them special. You know, like <clears throat> you are, are probably you know more more mentally tough. More you can can handle more emotional things than I can. You know what I'm saying? I think so. In order to in order to do what you do, because some of the stuff that you tell me sometimes, you know, from work, I'm just like. I couldn't do that on a day to day basis. You know, that's not my strength. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't excel at that and I know that. All right. So just just for those who, who don't know me, I, I work for a uh, home health company. 
And some people were kind of like, well, what does that mean? Yeah. The way I describe it is <laughs> if your loved one or your grandparents or grandma falls, hurt their hip, fracture, or needs surgery, they go to the hospital, get the surgery, get all the stuff handled at the hospital. Well, they still need like therapy or physical therapy in the home or a nurse checking in on them if they had a stroke or something. Someone needs to come and check on them in the home. So I work with a company that does those things. Uh, in 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 my past, I've worked with people who work with uh, companies that took a lot of dementia patients, um, took a lot of patients with uh, that re- stroke recovery, yeah, and a lot of with uh, surgeries that you know, and and that's for like sixty five and up. So being around seniors is is a been a common thing for me for the last almost nine years. So yeah, um, but you got an old soul. Yeah, they like you. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it's just, it's, I, I, you know, I thought about it. I, most summers I would spend, most summers, not just me, but most summers me and my, my siblings would go to Port Arthur and spend time with my grandparents. And uh, so you, you get you get accustomed to who they are, who their friends are. You know, you yeah. kind of, that yes, ma'am. And, yeah. you know, you, you, you know how to yeah. be, with, be the, with the. You got old, really good old, at checkers. <laughs> Yeah, got 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 really good with, with checkers and eating I, hard candy. Man, <laughs> them, them little strawberry ones. And sometimes, if you're lucky, you might get the the feeling in it. Sometimes, it, sometimes they didn't have the feeling in there. Nah, if they didn't have the Worthers, man, I was like, man, keep it, keep it dark. Word, Worthers okay. I was always looking for the, the strawberry ones. I, I still, I don't. You know. the only nigga to eat the strawberry ones, dog. Everybody else is like. Toss the strawberry ones to the side, man. The, the straw, that's why. That's why I was like, man, y'all, y'all missing out. That's still sugar <laughs> right in there, man. It's, give me the strawberry one, that fake imitation fruit. Yeah. So, so I got, I got uh, good at that and learning that you don't call TV shows TV shows. You call them programs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this, these are facts. Yeah. These are hard facts. Yeah, so, bro. So yeah, <laughs> and then uh, um, um, the uh, soap operas weren't soap operas; they were stories. Yeah, you know, yeah, you gotta, yeah. You gotta watch yeah. your stories. Gotta gotta watch my stories, man. <laughs> gotta watch those. Now, old people are dope, bro. Old people are dope. That's the strangest thing in our generation. At least when I was younger, man, uh, we we would. I mean, it wasn't like a fun thing to do, like a, a common pastime to just make fun of old people, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> but if something would come up, it was like the disrespect, you know, which is weird to like look back on, you know, to like kind of tease and make fun of old people, bro. Them them people were some of the, obviously the, some of the wisest people on earth and, and deserves the most respect of of anyone, you know. You got to respect your elders, man. Yeah. And lucky for them to. You know, in this crazy ass world, man, like it's a beautiful thing and such a blessing to to make it to actually be elderly. You know, so there's a lot of wisdom in that, man. If you actually take the time to to chop it up with somebody, you know what's cool about seniors? They don't have time for filters. Oh, they yeah. they just they they're gonna give it to you straight because they don't have time to be PC. Yeah, they don't have time to be yeah politically correct. They they just yeah. they just they're just gonna. Here's what I think about you, <laughs> boy. Pull up your pants, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah. that's, that's just what they gonna. That's what they told me. You know what I mean. That's yeah. you know. So you you. you and know, nobody's that, better at that than old black people. Oh man, they're the best. Yeah. Like, like 
<laughs> I love hearing old black people tell a story sometimes, man. Hell yeah. That stuff is hilarious. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's hilarious, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out, I, shout out, shout out to your granddad, man. You brought him up earlier, bro. Shout out to your granddad. Your granddad, I tell you this shit all the time, man. <laughs> your granddad is is literally one of the most interesting people to walk this planet, man. He's the coolest person. He he's what I aspire to be when I make it to his age, man. I I hope I could just be a fraction of how cool he is, man. When he walks in the room, Bro, everybody just if he talks, even if it's you know with his smooth swag like low or whatever, everybody shuts up and listens to what he has to say, bro. Because that's that's the type of energy that he's on. I, I have his blood in me, and I'm still trying to <laughs> get, get on that level, man. It's just, I, yeah, he's he's a different breed, man. Yeah, bro, different breed. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he's uh, told you some very interesting things, man. He's dope as hell. What I what I love about my um, granddad, so you know, I told you, um, with him in in New York, me and my dad before COVID happened, you know, we would go to New York, especially like during Labor Day, and just kind of be three, three generations. Yeah, and you know, you you I get two kind of different point of views between my dad and and my granddad, but yet it's kind of similar. Yeah, I've always appreciated them for being real. Like it's not really like, uh, you know. It's not not really like someone kind of embellishing. It's just somebody saying like, "Okay, life could be like this, but life could also be like this." Yeah, I know. I know that's confusing. Um, that no, was dope. So one of the, one of the biggest things I've learned was from from talking with my from from these talking with these men is just learning like marriage is work. Like, yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't like you need to find a girl like this or find a girl like that. They were just like, no matter what you find, make sure there's love. But it's it's gonna be work even if you find the love. Yeah. And 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 I don't I you know I'm not I'm not in everybody else's conversation, but what they said was real to me, and it helped me find my wife, and it's helped with me still with the words they give me. It's helped me, um, you know, keeping our marriage flourishing, kind of thing. You yeah. Know? <clears throat> Yeah, that's man, that's so beautiful and that's so awesome that they can tell you stuff like that and prepare you for it, you know, because there's no preparation for marriage, bro. <laughs> Anybody listening to this that that that's married, man, you know it's hard. It's not easy. You know, it it is work. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Man, my last guest uh last week um that you know, I'm sure you heard and that listened was, that to was a dope episodes. Yeah, man. Yeah, remember when she jumped on the table in the middle of the episode and and, and her pants caught on fire just because of the equipment? That shit was crazy. <laughs> I was wasn't there for that one, but all right. At least you, at least you honest. <laughs> no, nah, man. Um, but no, she brought up she brought up she brought up a very good point, man. She. <laughs> She say that. Oh, dead. <laughs> she, I'm sorry, man. No, you straight, bro. You straight. It's all good. Um, you should have known it was gonna work with me. <laughs> I played that, play that on you. Nah, bro. I play that on you. You you were a very honest person, man. Uh, oh, Even man. my wife tried to play it off like she had heard that shit, you know, because oh, I did the same thing to her. Uh, but nah, bro. So now nah, you you know my last guest actually man it's one of our uh, uh, dear friend's wife that um, you know boy TJ that we went to school with uh, I had the pleasure of having his wife on and yeah that's 
Yeah, incredible guest, man. She's yeah. dope as hell. Yeah. So, you know, we, we talking and we chopping it up. And on social media and everything like that, you know, they tell me often that people tell them that, oh, they're like the perfect couple. And they laugh sometimes when, when people are like, oh, y'all, y'all actually fight. Y'all actually argue and shit like that. And uh, I'm like, you know, Ashley was like, well, yeah, of course, <laughs> you know, we're just like everybody else. And she said that they actually do marriage counseling. You know, it is. She said, you know, it's not because they're having trouble in their home. You know, you should do those kind of things. You should have, you know, counseling sessions before it gets to that point. You know what I'm saying? So it's just the thing, like you, like you say, is work. And sometimes it takes those kind of things to make sure that you are on the same page. Um, you know, with your spouse. From what I heard, the the marriage counseling is supposed to be kind of like uh, spring cleaning, like. Every now and then you need to clean up the house, make sure everything is in place and organized mm-hmm. and make sure everything is where it needs to be. Um, or you can look at it as detox, trying to get make sure you get all them toxins, all that stuff out of there. Yeah. So you can, you know, keep keep moving where you're moving. But yeah. yeah, looking at looking at TJ and his wife, he's just kinda like, Yeah, man, that's that's a that's a couple that you can see working together and they love. And and that's that's to me is like I always I'm always like smiling when I see them man I'm smiling yeah. when I see their kids and because <clears throat> that's uh, the kind that's the kind of energy they bring you know so it's like all, you want to feed off that energy but that dude's been doing so I've you know known TJ since um, maybe middle school yeah always giving that energy always have given that energy man so yeah man he, he he's he's always been someone to to go to for like advice and just. I don't know. Their brother always positive, man. Like, yeah. like, like yeah. even, even when even when things been bad, like he's just like, ah, well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and not to say it's easy. I know it's easier said than done. But he's just always been like, yeah, it's just it's just that's how his life is, man. But yeah, like I say, I mean, it takes different people got different strengths. You know what I'm saying? Um, one one of the one of the really cool things, bro, is that. Like I say, we 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 roll. We from the tree. What they what's what's the slang? We from the treehouse. You know what I'm saying? Like shit, we we came up as you kids. Yeah, treehouse brother. <laughs> you didn't even tell me yeah, about that, man. Boy, Millhouse right here, Golly. man. So, um, it's really cool that we came up together, man. We was in the streets scavenging, you know, for oh. for the for the young ladies that that mm-hmm. we were going uh, you know, court and and be very respectful to. And uh, just just look for our wives and everything, and of course, never ever you know do or say anything respectful to these ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then when we did finally find the queens that that we uh, that we wanted and needed in our lives, it was cool, man. We found them right kind of right around the same time. You know, it wasn't obviously wasn't the thing that we discussed with each other. It was like, okay, I got my girl, get yours, bro. You know. <laughs> It just coincidentally, obviously, uh, <laughs> just so happens to to kind of coincide around the same time, and yeah, um, which is cool because now we can actually chop it up about certain things, and you know, obviously, man, when you're chopping it up with your best friend, you know, you 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 know, you like them, okay, you like they're very they're similarities, yeah, like 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 in the home and things like that, you know, without obviously without exposing like too much personal shit. But, you know, you just realize, like, damn, you know, we kind of going through the same things. But that shit helps, you know, in the long run because it's like, shit, I thought my wife was crazy as hell, you know. <laughs> but, no, 
maybe this is normal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like maybe I don't need to call the police next time. You know, she uh, <laughs> fussing at me about leaving the goddamn little tab off the bread. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah. it's been a, it's been a really cool experience to have like somebody that's one of your oldest and closest friends, uh, you know, in a relationship for about the same amount of time. Yeah, yeah. I I, I remember. Here's what you said. Uh, I was in the in the sense of like you you were like man you really that you and Chanel look good together that's that's what you need to do you need to go ahead and not uh, lock it down man that's you know that's, that's meant to be and I'm like man what you know you know it must be right it must be going whatever you know and there was things going on like you said like you're like there's things going on in your marriage where you're like man is this is this accurate is this <laughs> is this how it's supposed to be like you know what, what's going on with this. And so probably I've been married, got married, um, probably about six months in. I'm like, hey, man, I'm, I'm trying to tell my wife to do <laughs> this. And she kind of looking at me like, you have no idea what you're talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, um, you're on the other line like, yes. Oh, bro. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm so glad you joined me. Yeah. Now we can go through this together. Yeah, bro. And, and it's that like, bullshit misery love company. <laughs> <laughs> but you played the long game, bro. Like. A year before I even got to that point, you were like, oh, man, this is the best. <laughs> bro, okay, so hold on, time out, bro. First of all, obviously, you know at this point, marriage is a beautiful thing. It is. You know, you've been with your wife, been with a person that you know you're supposed to be with, and, and somebody that's, like, there through thick and thin that actually got your back and, and like, life's looking crazy, bro. You don't want to go through this wild ride alone. You know, when you actually find somebody that loves you unconditionally and that's going to do whatever, whatever, it's, it's great. But, yes, those crazy-ass moments that you like, But why? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. What has happened? Why do I deserve this? <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's, here's how you know if, for, for me, you know, I don't know what everybody else go. For me, I know that I wouldn't want it you know, any other way. I've, yeah. I've told I've, I've told my wife this. If I'd rather have these conversations with you because I don't like saying arguments or debates with you yeah. than, than not having any conversation with you at all like or not having you around, like that would hurt me more than having this conversation. Facts, yeah. Than, than having this argument. Like that. that's really what, for me, was like, all right, I don't care. Whatever whatever we got to work through, whatever it is that we're, we're, we, we got, I'm – you're, yeah. you're with me. Yeah, I'm yeah, with yeah. you. This, 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 that's it. Yeah. And uh, one, the other thing I, you know, when you're talking about like friends or venting or just, just trying to talk, it's important to what I've noticed. It's important to make sure that the friend has your wife's back more than you. Yeah. Like, I, I love Fabby, man. And so sometimes you might be saying something. I'm like, well, I know my boy crazy. So, so <laughs> that response was valid. <laughs> you know, you know <laughs> that, yeah. That, yeah, that make that, exactly. that that makes sense. Exactly. And and uh, so I might sit there and laugh and give you that respectful laugh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That respectful, yeah, yeah, yeah. hearty laugh or whatever it is that you that you claim respect, but. And at the same time, I've I've been like, hey man, you know, we're we're, we're talking about this, and 
<laughs> Chanel looked at me like, Yo, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and and uh and you've been like, Yeah, cause you are crazy, bro. Yeah. Like that 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 was dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we probably like, yeah, you hit it on the head, like we were talking about earlier, bro. It's 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 that respect thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like that that you can't bullshit your boy that knows you the best yeah. of anybody else. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you can't bullshit me if you come to me with something like, well, well, yeah, obviously I was the perfect person in the situation and she was tripping. I'm like, nah, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you said some shit that you deserve the response that you got, right, you know, and right. vice versa, you know, same with me, you know. So I love that, man. Everybody, everybody needs that, dog. Everybody deserves to to have that that person that that damn near knows them more than they know themselves that can check them, you know, on shit and and kind of check their bullshit, you know, and 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 tell them like, yo, you probably fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's 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 why I like sometimes I like being around people that's 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 different from me, like a lot different from me. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about this before. My boy shitting and burping right now no, on, the, no, on, on, no. on the mic. There's gas coming out of both ends. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at him like choke and convulse <laughs> while he's trying to make his point. Yo, I Yo used, it's the weird shit, man. I used to see my great-grandmother do that stuff. I'm like, what's wrong with that lady? <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know whether to fucking patch her on the back or call the ambulance, bro. I used to see my old grandma. My dear used to sit there and like hold her, hold her mouth to, to <laughs> hand to her mom and be like, <laughs> Right, I'm like, what is going on? Like, I I don't know what that is. Oh, shit. and I've always wondered what. And then it was like, you know, I'm 35 now, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm I was uh, this is what I get for laughing at Madeira for that stuff. Yep, man. not respecting your elders. I never said anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just looked and wondered why. Yeah. Uh, man, I lost what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, you've, you you made me forget like laughing at you. You had a profound point. Oh too. man, I was ready. Yeah, I, I saw was, you. Dog. I was ready. I know we was we was talking about the marriage and everything like that, and talking about you know our ladies and and being put in check when we when we know we wrong. Yeah. So yeah. So I was I was talking about you know having that first experience. Uh, my my house was always busy, and what I mean by that is like we always had extra cousins, extra family in the house. Yeah. And you never knew like what, not never, but you would have cousins that had different situations than you. Yeah. And uh, some of my cousins, man, they were completely different, but it was fun because they were like, hey, let's check this out or let's do this. So let's, you know. Yeah. And it always kind of increased uh, my perspective on on uh on 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 life i felt like yeah so i'm always trying to find somebody that is not and the way i say it to my wife is not on the same page but we're in the same book oh uh, yeah i i feel you, you. Know? i feel you <clears throat> yeah i mean it, so, it, you know you always heard the cliche the cliche shit of opposites attract yeah. you know but that's real i think i think it's a real thing like how you know I was talking to somebody, man, and it was talking about if you had the opportunity to clone yourself, would you do it? And my immediate response was like, fuck no. Because I would be annoyed as fuck with me. You know, that shit would be so annoying, man, if it was just another me. If I had to chop it up with me, bro, it would be so frustrating. You know, so I think that's why I don't 
I'm not attracted to people like me. You know what I'm saying? I have to kick it with people, like you say, the opposite of me, because I like hearing a different perspective. It calls for more conversation. Imagine, like, if you're talking to somebody that just is always in agreement with what you agree with, likes everything you like, dislikes everything you like. There's no discourse. There's no bouncing things, you know, back and forth with each other. And same in our marriages, you know, like, shit, me, me and my wife are complete opposites. Yeah. Like, What's funny, and we've said this before, like to each other. Yeah, I know you're probably gonna be pissed that I'm putting this out to yeah, the world, no, but like my wife is literally the female version of you, which is why I think I love her so much <laughs> and love caressing her the way that I do. Okay, all right, man. <laughs> Yo, I, I, I was taking that as a compliment, and then you just, you just, you just, you just went with it, man. You just, you just went. With yeah, it. my bad. Um, I had no choice. <laughs> nah, but you, it's facts. It's facts, though. Can, you know what I'm saying? With this, with this clone scenario, do they just have their own minds? Can I, can I, can I make them do my job while I chill at home and watch TV? Like, is that, <clears throat> is that so, part of the deal? So yeah, I know, to? I know you're interested to do all down this rabbit hole. So fuck it, let's do it. Um, you know. I think the reason why I thought about this initially was because, like I talked about earlier, my mind is always on a million. So I was like, dude, what would be the best way to get all of the things done that I feel like I need to get done, uh-huh. you know, and, and and have some peace of mind, have some free time? It'd be like, oh, yeah, if I could clone me and have myself do the different tasks that I need to do throughout the day, that would be dope. But then I started thinking, well, damn, OK, what if we all have downtime? You know, mm-hmm. and we all got to hang out with each other. What will we talk about? What will we do? If we play sports, we all got the same abilities, you know. So would that really be fun? And then the number one thing, I think, oh. the, the reason why I got he- hesitation and reservations about it, the number one thing Let's is go. the fact that. I'm ready. It's the fact that if I clone myself, my clone going to want to fuck my wife, man. <laughs> And, and and I can't have that shit, bro. I will, yeah. I will, it just it just can't happen. It can't happen. Even though it's me, essentially. No, my, my I can't have it, bro. Mm. That is a true fact. Like, Maybe like, you have a different perspective. No, would would man, you would you want a clone of you? The the I was thinking about it, but the argument that you just made about it, I'm I'm good. I, there's no there's I have no other thoughts about it. You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Have you ever thought about it before, though? Like, if there was a Kevin clone running around? Um, no, actually, that's not something I really thought too much about. Cause, yeah. Because it, because I think it just lead to what you're saying right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've thought about a lot of different things, uh, like over and over again, and but clones not. Yeah. I don't think it's a good situation, man. I don't think no good could come out of it, really. Like, we think that if we clone ourselves, that the clone is just going to be ready and willing to do the shit we don't want to do. But it's us. So the shit we don't want to do, the clone ain't going to want to do it either. (laughs) So then we both going to be sitting around like, oh, man, fuck, I know we're supposed to be doing this shit. But we're not. Let's let's go fuck our wife. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I told him I was at work, but really, I was working his wife. Yeah, you know exactly. So, but where were you? But but my first kind of thing with like cloning, the idea of cloning, 
came from this movie probably some people haven't even heard of. You ever you ever seen Multiplicity? Uh, Michael Keaton? Yeah. And I feel like I've seen it. I don't remember it though. So Michael Keaton I know of it, obviously. cloned himself. But every time he cloned himself, it was diff- It was basically like different variants of him. Like okay. one was like super workaholic. One was super uh, sensitive. And the other one was the more he cloned himself, the weaker and weaker the gene got. Okay. So my first kind of thought process of clone came with that movie. So I'm like. Got you. I never thought too much about it because the clone wouldn't be equivalent to me. Yeah. In my head. I got you. I got you. You, ba- you basing the clone logic solely off of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the person after me would probably have the attributes that was like less lazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one would have the more attributes that was like maybe more in tune with his emotions. Yeah. Just like because that's how it was in the movie. And that third, that third one. Would it be equivalent of Kevin at ten? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of how that that's kind of how the movie broke it down. So imagine that's imagine if the clone had a bigger dick than you. <laughs> like, how frustrating would that be? <laughs> like, yo, you're the exact same as me, but with a bigger dick. Why? <laughs> yo, it was like multiverses. Everything's the same. <laughs> But he's got a big dick. That's, that's the only difference. Like he lives your life. He does everything you do. Yeah. He brushes his teeth the same. Yeah. Goes to work the way you do. Yeah. But his dick is two inches or bigger. Oh man. Yeah. See, this, this is my biggest fear. And wife definitely gonna choose the clone <laughs> over me. Uh, yeah. Man. Now, so, so all in all, yeah, clones are a bad idea. No clones. No clones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah man but bro it's 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 so dope and like i say man it's been a pleasure to to um go through this experience with you man because like i say man kind of the, the basis of the podcast is is coming to the realization at least me you know at my existential crisis that that i've been having is the fact that no one knows what the fuck is going on like I used to think that, you know, someone in the world uh-huh. had it figured out, you know, mm-hmm. and just I was just too dumb to be privy to the knowledge and just, you know, maybe the knowledge was out there, but maybe I was too lazy to to know what it was. But as I've gotten older, I've realized, no, nah, no one fucking knows. Mm-hmm. No one knows anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like people that are in power and and make the laws and and say the things that supposedly are right they don't fucking know anything they just happen to be in a position of power to to you know dwell out the laws but a lot of the laws that we abide to just because they're laws don't mean that they're right you know what i'm saying so it's just it's just a crazy world man so in this crazy world that we live in bro you know the only thing that we can do and the only thing that we can actually hold value onto is just the connections that we make with people and our peace you know what i'm saying like if you're able to make peace in this crazy ass world that's the most valuable commodity you know to me yeah i agree so um you know i definitely appreciate you you know being around and and being a peace to me and 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 being my homie riding through this thing and like you know our experiences and everything is you know especially the whole you know, as we evolve uh, in life, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, from youngsters to, to the adult, me and that we are pretending to, to have our shit together. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's, it's been cool, bro. Um, 
you know, for for people listening, like I say, I mean, you know, we we told you that we've been we've been riding together since we were kids, but we literally lived like right down the street from each other. Yeah, which was which was cool, you know, like yeah. in high school, man. Um, catch the bus together. Yeah, get out of school, you know, just walk right down the street. We can hang out. Play the uh fucking Nintendo sixty four, yeah. Golden on a split screen, which was which was dope. I remember when it was a big deal that you got a car, <laughs> and and your dad would be like, "Hey, I need you to go to the grocery store <laughs> and pick up some coke, yeah, and then maybe like some bread, yeah, <laughs> and some mustard or something." The most random things, dog. <laughs> the smallest and simplest you, of things. I need you to pick up some uh, coke. <laughs> No, no, he'd be like, he'd be like, need some bread, mustard, yeah, neosporin, <laughs> and a coke, <laughs> Bruh. And then you'd be like, hey, I'm going for a ride. Like, cool. Yeah, I'm just happy to get out the house and, and go ride, man. Yeah, like, like you would have thought we was going out. Yeah, like to the club or some shit, bro. We just going to the corner store. Right. <laughs> it's crazy the things that that used to excite us, you know, when we were when we were kids, bro. But it was dope, man. It was dope. You know, we got to experience those things. One one thing I don't even know if you know this story, man. But um, you know, since you did live right down the street, um, <clears throat> damn, I don't think I've ever told this story before to anybody else, like on on air. But man, I just remember. I remember one time. You remember my boy Aaron? Yeah, yeah. Aaron silly as hell, man. man you need to I have gotta, him. Like hundred percent. I, I that dude. Funny, one of the funniest dudes that I know in person. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Like he, he's hilarious and creative, man. Yes. Yeah. So creative, man. Very much so. Yeah, I got to get Aaron on here for sure, man. Yeah. We're we gonna we're we gonna line that up. I used to ask people. I, I've gotten away from it. I used to ask people who would they suggest uh, that I have on, and uh, yeah, Aaron going. Aaron, we, I'm gonna get Aaron on for sure. Yeah. But anyway, um, we were kids in, in, in high school. Whatever. I think I was like a junior. Man, me and Aaron uh, went somewhere. I think we went to my uncle's house or something like that. And this was a time, it was like a two or three week period. My dumb ass had in my mind, I felt like I was too skinny, you know, and I wanted to bulk up, you know. And I was like, okay, well, the best way to bulk up is to just eat and not shit. It bro, like seriously, in my mind, this was my logic. I was like, yo, if I just eat and I hold everything in my body and resist the urge to shit, I'ma get bigger naturally. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, well shit, I'm good. Like three weeks in, I'm like, okay, I'm good. You know? <laughs> three weeks in. Three weeks, bro. Like, yeah, talking to a person that shits religiously every day, three weeks is is Damn near impossible. Uh, that, yeah, no. Yeah, and I know. I know you. Yeah. Like, damn near every time I talk to you on the phone, you on the shitter. <laughs> Shitting is one of your favorite pastimes. <laughs> so I know you. Like, what the fuck? You gotta release the toxins, bro. Yeah. Nah, man. I was keeping them demons in, dog. Like, I felt like they were helping me reach my goal, man. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in deep. I'm in like three weeks of this, this shitting stage. Story, oh man. Well, uh, yeah, go, get go ready. Ahead. So three, three weeks in, three weeks in, we decide we we gonna go to my uncle's house. So we chilling in my uncle's house. My uncle at the time, he lived like fifteen minutes away. Uncle John, yeah, bro. Yeah. He had this badass house, dog. Like, like incredible house. 
And it was just always like one of them MTV parties. No matter what time of the day you went over there. And I just remember, yeah, you know, they were good. Needless to say, like the girls were like his age, which like is my age now. And I'm like 15, you know, yeah. 16. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's hoes here. You know yeah, what I'm I, saying? I, like, I, yeah. I've been on the Johns, man. Yeah. They were beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you knew it was lit. We playing pool, you know, everybody at the pool, everybody chilling. And I just remember. The urge hit me to shit. <laughs> and it wasn't like a, nah, bro, resist it. We three weeks in. We almost in the, nah, it was like a, no, it's go time. Like, it's now or never. I just remember thinking to myself, like, man, I can't shit while the hoes here. You know, like, what I'm going to look like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, I can't. All right. So, I tap my boy Aaron on the slide. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, bro, I think we need to go. And of course, Aaron, Aaron looking around, he's doing a double cycle, like, uh, no, we're in heaven right now. Like, why the fuck would we leave? <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, I tried to like be serious with him without exposing like exactly the reason why I needed to go. I was just like, nah, man, I think, I think we need to leave right now, bro. I really need to get home. And he drove, which, which was the main problem, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, finally convinced him to leave without telling him exactly why. So, man, we on the road. It seemed like we hitting every goddamn red light that we possibly can. You know, it's just terrible. Yeah, he's just coasting. He's he coasting, bro. So halfway through the trip, I finally have to tell him, man, because I'm like, yo, we got to speed this thing up. <laughs> I got, I got a shit so bad, Aaron, bro. Uh, you know, can you, can you please, please, whatever you can. <laughs> I was sounding like uh, uh, pops on Friday. I'm like, please, <laughs> you know, please, oh come on, <laughs> so <laughs> we about to see them burritos, man. So. <laughs> Um, of course, Aaron being Aaron, it wasn't a thing to be like, oh, yeah, no, nah, man, I got you. Okay, let me properly get you to your destination of home that you need to get to. It's like, nah, this motherfucker starts rocking the van and everything like that, purposely hitting speed I bumps. About the van. Oh, man, he doing everything in his, his, his power to make sure that it's the most uncomfortable that I could be, you know, and it, it was just terrible, man. Finally, we get to the house, dog. And uh, <laughs> on this day, of course, of all days, yeah. I forget my keys. Yeah. I get home. My parents not home. And I'm like, oh, my God, bro. So I'm, I'm, I'm th- going through every avenue trying to see if there's windows open, any way that I can get into the house. I can't. You look like Smokey. Huh? You look like Smokey. So, <laughs> bro, I was like, well, damn, Kevin live right down the street. Uh, I'm just going to Kevin's house. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> I literally run. I'm holding my ass, you know, finger in the ass run, you know, running down the street to get to your crib. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. like, damn, I'm okay. I'm going to have to sit at Kevin's house. Yeah. Um, banging on your door, bro, like a fucking lunatic. Nobody's home, bro. I never felt so much heartbreak in my life. I'm just like, no, no one's home. Your sister's not home. Your parents not home. Like nobody. I'm like, yeah. damn. So I got to run back. I got to, you know, I got to run back to the house. And I remember telling Aaron, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, bro, uh, I'm good, man. I just remembered that, you know, my my window to my room is unlocked. So, man, I'm gonna run to the back and I'm gonna climb through the window. I, I'm giving him dap, and I'm like, I appreciate you, brother. Doing it in my mind, I know that I'm fucking. I'm lying my ass off. Yeah, right. In my mind, I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna have to shit in the backyard, yeah. but I can't have <laughs> him know that, you know, and be him here. So I'm perpetrating. I'm like, all right, let me let me let me get rid of him. So I dab him up and everything. I go in the back. He must know that I'm fucking around. He he knows that I'm lying, dog. Yeah. So 
I'm straight Ezel, man. Um, <laughs> you know, RIP to AJ Johnson, man. Matter oh, of fact, man. man. But uh, I'm straight Ezel in the backyard doing my thing, you know, releasing three weeks worth of built up shit and toxins. Kamehameha. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like that shit that um, the, the, the people in Jurassic Park was examining <laughs> at the beginning of the movie, man. Just, just straight gloves, you know. It was bad, bro. All of a sudden, <laughs> mid shit. Life finds a way. <laughs> All of a sudden, mid shit, here comes Aaron walking mm. through the backyard, man, mm. holding a water hose. And I'm like, all right, yeah, that's that's funny, man. That's, that's cool. You caught me. And in my mind, I'm like, this is the extent of it. Nah, no, nope. he decides to hose my ass down. And I can't do shit about it. I can't do a goddamn thing. I'm just, I just have to take it. You literally can't. <laughs> yeah. Yo. I did not think he was getting. I was like, man, that's a true friend. Brought the water hose, made sure. <laughs> oh, you thought he was gonna clean me? He was like a bidet, man. I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, you you definitely misunderstanding the level of that friendship. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a true friend, right now. Nah, there. hell no. Nah. Ah, uh, he sprayed you down. He bro. sprayed me down, man. That's good for you. Yeah, yeah. Moral of the story is you you weren't there for me when I needed you. <laughs> I could have took a shit like a normal person on the toilet on straight porcelain, but instead I had to go to the backyard and get hosed Mor- down. Moral of the story is when nature calls, you must answer. You must answer, dog. That is that is the that is the one call you cannot ignore. Nah. You can't put it to send. You can't make it a text message. It don't take nah. voicemail. It is saying, "Hey, I'm ready to go." You gotta get it. Ain't no shortcuts to hitting your goals, man. If it's bulking up. Visit FabAndFitFoods.com and, and uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> please don't base any of this on my story. Uh, <laughs> but bulk up the right way. Man, Do not hold in your shit. The uh, worst story I had for, for that was uh, I was on call and it was the day after Thanksgiving. And at that time, oh, I was working goodness. for a hospice company. Yeah. And so when people call you for hospice, you don't know if that person is in a tr- is in transition into passing, yeah, or if you have some time, yeah, yeah. And I was covering for everybody because I was I was new 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 person, yeah, so they, they the rookie. So they like, hey, you gonna have to cover. I tore up the food for Thanksgiving. Of course, up. of course. I woke up. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> something wanna something ain't sitting right, man. So yeah. I woke up just. Letting it go, man. Listen, this this with mad diarrhea. Just I I that I some someone sitting right. Some wasn't sitting right for hours. And I have a call basically saying I need to get to was it Richmond? Oh. And I at that time I lived off of forty five and Almeda, like by Almeda yeah. Mall. So I'm like, man, I have to let this stuff go because otherwise I can't make it. Yeah. And that was the first off is long, long drive. Yeah. Because I don't want to leave the house. I don't want to do any of that. And I have to be in the house. And I'm going to this house and it's like, okay, you know, I'm trying to spot my spots. Like, okay, hopefully this place is close to a restroom or something. Yeah. Yeah. But it's Richmond, Texas, man. And it's, it's like past wherever there's like a little quote unquote town center. Civilization. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in there. Damn. And then I'm like in this old house with this older couple 
and we're oh, sitting man. there talking about hospice. Oh my god! And they're talking about they have every question they could I can imagine. Of course, of course, of course, that's how it happens. And my stomach, I can hear it go, just just yeah, going through it, man. And I'm just. Like you ever you ever held so tight like you start sweating yeah from holding oh hell yeah holding your cheeks yeah I'm at that point damn and I'm like please just don't ask me no other questions <laughs> like I know this is the huge the biggest like there is no other point for you right now oh, there, yeah. there, I, I have to go through this with you I yeah. have to talk to you with this because there's, there's there's nothing you else you can't cut that off I can't I can't cut it off yeah I can't, and I'm talking to I'm talking to a couple that've been married for like fifty something years oh my god and there's there's you know what I mean like this is important it's pivotal of this, course right? of course and I have to use the restroom like I've never had to use the restroom before damn and and, and I'm like I'm thinking in my head. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go to their bathroom. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm just gonna. Luckily, the daughter came in and was like, "Look, I can't, I can't be a part of this. I can't like talk about it. We are gonna have to just move forward." So she was like, "What do we need to sign?" And I was like, "This, this, 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 this." this. <laughs> she, I hop in the car. I'm hauling to find a. Oh, you actually, you actually <sighs> made it out the crib, man. Made it. So I'm hauling, trying to find the the. Uh, nearest bathroom. Now, here's what I do. Oh, because I'm on. I'm, I'll tell everybody. Go don't don't go to these gas stations, man. Go to a hotel. Yeah, the hotels are clean. Yeah, like you know, what I mean, there's less people walking in and out, and most people who go to a hotel, they go into that room to use the restroom. Yeah. So hotels, I'm facts. always, I'm Big always, facts. if I'm on the road, if I'm driving, if I'm going to out of town, I got this from my my, my parents were like that. And they were yeah. like, Yo, these bathrooms are way cleaner than trying to go there. Yeah. And people are like, well, how do you just you just walk in? Yeah. You walk yeah, in. Yeah, you, what they going to tell you? Yeah, you, you walk in, you look. With COVID, it's a little bit different, but you just walk in, act like you know where you're going, look for the restroom sign, yeah. go in there, yeah. and you let you do what you do. So I find a hotel, and I'm like, like dumb and dumber. Like, whoa, uh-huh. all that, right? <laughs> <sighs> Thankfully, you made it, bro. But here's, here's the thing. I got another call, and I have to go to another home visit. Damn. Yeah. And I have to do the same thing, man, because my stomach is just like that. That was that was the worst day. Death don't stop for Thanksgiving. No, and 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 to this day, when I think about, I think I have a bad day. I reflect on that day to say, <laughs> no, that that there 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 are other days that are tougher than that. It could be worse. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts, bro. Thankfully, you made it, but and you did dwell out some very good advice to the listeners, man. Yeah, if you're on a road trip. Hotels are definitely the spot it's to clean, stop man. if nature calls, it's dog. Cleaner. That's that's big facts, man. That's that's really really good advice. <laughs> oh man, you ever been in a situation where you didn't make it to the restroom? Yeah. No, man. I'm trying. I'm, I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. Oh, you would remember. <laughs> yeah. You, I, you would. Yeah. It knock, would stick knock, out of your mind. Knock, like knock on wood. I haven't. I haven't been to that situation. Yet. Yeah. But well, but you're I, getting but, older. Yeah, and at this time I don't I don't I don't have I, right now I'm not doing home assessments right now so that, that yeah that's good because I because even with home assessments I've had situations where <laughs> I've had to stand because <laughs> I didn't want to sit down. What you mean? Like if I'm sitting if I I can hold my stuff better. Oh oh oh! If, if you're standing, if, if you're I'm standing, standing up, I got you. Versus I got if you. I'm sitting down, yeah, I, the stomach's like you're you're already halfway in position. Yeah, you know. 
I feel bad that our it's conversation true. has gone to this to this to this point. Hey, but you know I what? really don't it's think a, it's people, a natural it's a natural thing. I don't think people talk about you know using a restroom like that. Like like we need to talk about it more. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but yeah, man, like like I grew up in a household, my dad, he was a health nut. So like, yeah, you you talk about it. How often you going, yeah. how 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 the the frequency, the the hue, the texture, all that stuff, yeah. man. Like, oh that, shit. You really it's, deep into the conversation when you having yo, the shit about the texture of your shit with your pops. Man, it was a, it was that's what you did, man. Because he was a health nut. He was like, yo, let me know how that stuff is going. Because if you say that you're sick or something, you're like, okay, well, when did you use the restroom? What your huh? shit look like? Yeah, how's it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It sounds crazy. Nah, you. I mean, but but it does sound crazy. But, but it's funny. But you're right. Yeah, people people gonna be like, yo, that that brother. I thought he was like quiet and cool. <laughs> and all he thinks about is using the restroom. Like, <laughs> but he examining this shit. Yeah. Did you used to pick it up? <laughs> <laughs> no, taste, taste it a little bit. No, no. Now this shit tastes weird, right? I think I'm sick. <laughs> I hate you, bro. Uh, sometimes I wonder. I ponder that, like, how, how this, how, how we've been friends for so long. I mean, you can't, you can't say that and then expect for me not to comment a little bit. Yeah. So it's it's important because, and I and I've told my, my anybody who knows me, they're like, God, dog, like he's, he's here, he goes preaching about this stuff again, but. It's important because it's the there's no way you can check inside your body, like yeah. you, you can't you can't examine you can't look in there you can't see what you're infected with. Yeah, your stool, your poop, yeah, your crap. That's that's what's going to tell you. That's going to be your first indicator of something. Something's off. Yeah, it's funny that you say that, man. Um, well, it's good that you say that because I saw an article recently where they were talking about in probably like thirty years toilets are, are, are going to be a thing to where when you take a shit, it's automatically going to examine your shit and send it off to like your primary physician so they can look at it. I think you lying. No, I swear to God. I swear to God. And I, I think, I'll send you, I'll send you this I think, article. I think you just messing. With no, you, I swear. Like, I swear to God. I swear to God. No, because I thought it was really interesting. And just like you saying, I was like, that's a really good point, you know, because yeah, we don't think about that kind of shit. Literally. Literally. <laughs> and, yeah, they're going to, um, I mean, it's not going to be mandatory. You, you Obviously, you had an option to have the shit examining toilets in your home. But what could be better? You know what I'm saying? Like, it could literally tell you something that you do on a day-to-day basis. You just Did you just shit right now? I think you just shit in your chair. Nah, man. Did you fart? I always tell people I'm proud of my flatulence. I got you. That's how I say it. Yeah. <laughs> You got you got to take pride in it. Yeah, you definitely take pride in them. No, nah, but uh, <laughs> no, nah, man, I think you're making that up. No, I, oh, bro, I swear on everything, man. As a matter of fact, I will try to anybody listening. Still at this point, I'll try to uh, put the link yeah, to, to it. They yeah, probably checked out. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, these brothers went to a whole other level. Yeah, I, I imagine. To do. Yeah, it's probably just us right now. Dang. But uh. <laughs> Nah, if anybody's still listening, man, I would try to include the link to that article that I saw in the in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself because I know I'm for real, I'm not making it up. Um and I'll show it to you after we after we end this instead of me trying to search for it right now. But I, it, it 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 goes along with your point. 
obviously you're making a really good point right now. So instead of sticking your hand in the toilet like you and your dad used to do, you can well, you why just have my dad. Tim, I know. Talk about this. Now nah, your dad, your dad's one of the best people on earth, man. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to bring him into some bullshit, but um, um, nah, for real. Like these toilets, they'll examine your poop and and send it off. I don't think it'll send it off to your doctor every time. It, I guess if it if it. <laughs> <laughs> it gets like a, a text. <laughs> Kevin shit again. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> He's like sifting through <laughs> pictures. Like God, dog. <laughs> the shit doctor put some hot sauce on my burrito, baby. <laughs> like Kevin, you need to stop eating them burritos, man. Man, nah. I think if it sees something that that's a red flag. You know, with with the toilet, then yeah, just send it off to your doctor. But I swear to, bro, I swear on everything, I'm not making this up, bro. <laughs> All I keep imagining is set up like Alexa, <laughs> and then some yeah. voices comes up and say, "Cling, you yeah. got a problem." Like, yeah, but I still don't know, man. Oh, uh, bro, imagine. I mean, I'm like I say, I'm talking like 30 years from now. Oh, 30 years. Yeah, but I mean, it's already imaginable right now. Imagine, but 30 years from now, we're gonna have some shit. We have some. It's gonna be this world. The world is gonna be unrecognizable. So for me to like talk about a, a, sh- a shit examining toilet, I don't understand why that's so far fetched to you. Like it's this, not that it's far fetched. I just don't know if it's in, really in the works. If for it is, it is. Mm. It is G. Well, we'll talk about this when we're sixty five, and we'll see. Yeah, yeah. If if I'll ask, uh, I'll send, I'll ask my toilet to send you a message. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it will be able to, bro. Like, we're gonna yep. have holograms. Like, I'm gonna be able to, like, yep, be sitting right, right on side by side for, from you while we're taking a shit. Man, yeah. I look forward to that day. So, to holograms? Yeah. yeah. To, yeah. To, sh- to shit taking holograms. You know, I was thinking about this that people are uh, so much on their phones and texting all the time. I'm probably the only person that you really talk to, like, on a regular basis, like, you know, voice over the phone. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I'm finally at this point to where I, I, you know, I'm an introvert. So I'm finally at this point where I'm like, all right, I'm ready to talk to people, have different type of conversations. Yeah. But nobody wants to talk. (laughs) Everybody's like, why is this dude calling me? Bro, yeah, people find it so weird when you call them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, and and I'm, it's weird because yeah, I only got my 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 set number of people that I will actually call. And I'm the same way. If I get a call from somebody that's not on my set list, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, why the fuck are they calling me? Just text me. You know? I don't have the attention span for a text, man. Like, after after about the second text, I don't have the attention span. To, to keep it going. To keep it going. I don't, like, yeah. I don't like typing for, like, it just reminds me of, like, I'm typing a paper or typing. Yeah. Everybody else is, 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 is it's, it's very easy. Like, it's just simple. And for me, I'm like... I've been, like I said, I'm waiting to talk to people, or one and now, or at least I'm I'm comfortable talking to people. Yeah, and you know, then that, that's not necessary. Like I I I I, <laughs> I, I want to hear from like other introverts that are like, like, whew, I've been waiting for this day. Like I ain't got to talk to nobody really as much. I just send uh, messages. You talk to my wife. Is that how she feels? She feels uh, like she feels fuck like, yeah. oh, man. For me, I'm like, man, I'm. Finally finding my voice and finally comfortable saying no, stuff and making. COVID, uh, pandemic was like fucking great for her. She was like, "Oh man, I ain't got to talk to nobody. I ain't got to see nobody. <laughs> this is this is great." You know. Now for me, I realized like 
so I've realized like I, I'm, I I gain energy from other people. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not like I need to go out all the time or whatever it is, but just talking to somebody, man. Yeah. And uh, it's not, you know, it's not really. It's kind of kind of awkward. Like, yeah, I'm gonna call you, but you know, my my cousins who are like, here's 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 how old how old the stuff is, man. Like, I remember going out like in middle school or junior high yeah and grabbing a piece of paper and pen and then going out to like a dance or something damn that's i mean but if you think damn, about it that's yeah. how that's how old we are yeah that's facts though like when we that's saw facts. the wood that made sense hell yeah hell yeah yeah that was like a biography of our lives and shit yeah you know, like get, yeah getting, but, getting your pen ready for the numbers but yeah but, but people don't like trying to like trying to act like that never happened. I know, but, yeah, but yeah. Did. Nah, you're right, man. That's what I'm saying. I mean, shit is evolving like so fast. Like life is almost unrecognizable from when we were kids. You had there was a there was a if you didn't I know you had this. I used to have like a little small little sheet of paper or notebook of just numbers. Of oh like, yeah yeah yeah. Like girls you trying to talk to. Yeah. Or your friends or whatever it is, yeah. the house number, whatever. Yeah. I don't that's crazy, man. Yeah, like, it is. I I think I remember that stuff. Now I'm finding it sounded old, but it's, it's Hey, yeah, that that's I mean, that was our reality. Yeah. That's that's what it was. Nah, it's it's it is fun to look back on that. But it's also kinda it also kinda sucks because I can't teach my kids that shit, you know. I have no knowledge that I can pass on to them with certain things. My three-year-old is already showing me shit <laughs> that, you know, I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't know you could do that. You know, so I'm, I, I damn, sometimes I feel useless. I'm like, my primary purpose in life that I feel like is to pass on knowledge to my children but when my thirty year old is coming to me and showing me shit, like, oh, you dumb motherfucker, you, you, didn't, you didn't know this? Yeah. I feel like, Oh, I, I I have no more use here. You know, like you you got it, <laughs> you good. You know, man, that 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 is a uh, part of being a millennial. And what's was was weird. I was was listening to something, a reporter or something. I was listening to was basically saying like our generation is different because we're the first, not first, but we're one of the generations that the generation behind us doesn't necessarily look up to us. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't come to us. They don't look at us as they don't come to us for advice or anything like that because, yeah. because, because there's all kinds of knowledge. Yeah. There's, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's, it's just you, you work and you're working to build your life and to kind of, you know, you, you, you build some credit for some sen- seniority at some point just to kind of be like, Hey, you know, you know, child, this is what it is. Yeah. But to say to you a fact about your three year old showing you stuff, I was looking up a song or something. My my godson, he's like seven at the time. He was trying to tell me find this song, and uh, it was an older song. It was like made like in the seventies. But he, okay. he his dad showed him the song, and so he was like, "Paran, I want you to find this song." Yeah. And I'm trying to find it, and and. <laughs> And uh, he gives me the name of the song, and I'm looking it up. But he doesn't. He doesn't know the name of the artist. So I, I. But I know I have to look it up either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's taking a long time. It's not like it's taking like a. It's not taking like five minutes. It's taking like maybe, you know, a minute and a half to. Oh, they, 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 they attention span is a, a short as hell. And so he's like, yeah. So he's like, uh, 
Parin, let me. Did you find it? Let me. He, he's kind of <laughs> like, looking over the phone, like, yeah. Do you know what you're doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me that shit. So it's kind of like something. I was like, "Hang on, man!" Like, yeah, I, I know how to look up something. I I, I know what Google is. He's like, dude, but, stay world, bro. But but yeah, it's it's they, they were saying that it was in that whatever I was listening to was saying that basically it's it's different for us because the generation behind us doesn't necessarily you know look up to us, and we're yeah. in the generation of, uh, in front of us. It's kind of like, you know, what you're, what are you com, com, kind of complaining about at times? Yeah. But there's still, there's still not to, to bash at all, but there's still work, good work ethic. There's still things people are doing. There's still people are listening. It's just not the majority, I would say. Yeah. Now, you bring up a good point, man. It's, uh, you know, yeah, we were raised to, like, respect our elders and, like, you know, listen like I said earlier, though, we didn't always do that. We always kind of like sometimes we would like tease and, and stuff like that. But, you know, you would still reach a certain age where you would say, OK, yeah, you know, there is a lot of wisdom in the elderly. And let me talk to them. Let me respect them and stuff like that. But like to your point, we on a on our trajectory right now. Nah, we we on the trajectory to be obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just be like, right, man. Yeah, yeah, them, them drooling dumb motherfuckers that that <laughs> just are useless. You know, at this point, man, like they brains can't comprehend or keep up with the rate of technology, and yeah, bro, no respect whatsoever for for us actually ushering in, you know, the what we have today yeah. and what's what's coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, I told you know my wife, you know, on the episode that she was on, like, bro, we the greatest generation. That this world has ever seen, because we knew a world without all this shit. Yeah, was, we we were in a world where you had to grab pen and paper to try get numbers. <laughs> <laughs> we were goddamn uh, Neanderthals, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Me like you? <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> it, engrave your number in my tablet, <laughs> in my stone tablet. <laughs> oh man, thanks, yeah. man. But nah, bro, nah, these kids don't respect that shit. They don't care. It's whatever, bro. They, like any 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 information that they need to know from us, they can find on YouTube for from from Ryan. Ryan's gonna tell them, hey, bro, this this how you do this how you code, bro. Yeah. This how you do this shit, you know, just invest in this. You know, they don't need us for shit. Just to get you get them there point A to point B. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can you drive me here? I can't get my license. They probably probably gonna start getting their licenses at twelve because everybody gonna have self driving cars. Yeah, or they gonna call Ubers or whatever. Yeah, I don't think I don't think drivers licenses are as as you know driving was like a sense of independence, man. That was a oh. big big deal. Yeah, but I don't think, I don't think that is uh as big because of you know, it's just Uber, bro. And yeah. it, but I love Uber, man. It saves I literally think it saves lives, man, and money. Absolutely. If you look at it in the sense of like trying to do taxis or something. But. Nah, man. I mean, shit. Anybody listening, man, take it from, from me. Like, I'm goddamn living example of how much I appreciate Uber, man. My DWI bullshit. Yeah, man. I would gladly pay $25 for an Uber compared to the tens of thousands of dollars I had to pay for, for that shit. And like you say, you know, like, thankfully, I, I never hurt anybody, but. That was yeah. always the potential. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, now, like, 
it's great that we have like those those kind of technologies but you know also at the same time to your point it is kind of taking away something from the youth today and we bro when I was young, I could not wait to turn 15 so I could take driver's ed and get my permit. I thought I was the shit when I got my uh when I got my permit, dog. And like like we were saying, like taking them little trips back and forth to the to the corner store. Dog, that was life, yeah. man. That was what I lived for, bro. Yeah. Like it was crazy. I remember. Now, bro, like these kids today, man, you know, like I got I got like younger like siblings and stuff like that and employees and stuff, bro. They ain't trying to drive. They don't like driving, bro. I, I would, I would drive wherever somebody wanted me to drive. If there was a party, forty-five minutes away, yeah, yeah. I would be glad to drive, man. I, yeah. I jam my favorite albums, like whatever, yeah, man. Yeah. But now, nah, that shit ain't flying. Yeah, we used to um, uh, drive from Fredo's house in Alvin to get to what was it uh, Washington? Yeah, that was almost an hour drive, but. We don't do it. It was part of the experience. Man. It was part of the experience, man. It was cool, man, bro. I've had a good time with you, boy. Um, yeah, as, this as, is good as as always, man. Yeah. Um, like I say, man, something that I do every episode, as you know, man. Uh, and I alluded to earlier, man. I appreciate you being a part of my experience, part of my existence, part of what makes me who I am today. Like, like for real, for real, no shit. I can't tell you how, you know, we talked about it. You know, you, you and your folks live like, like down the street from me and my folks. So upon meeting you, that was like a breath of fresh air. You know what I'm saying? It was a, if it, it was a different experience and obviously not to like take anything away from my upbringing, but you know, because there was a ton of love in my home, and I appreciate the way that, that my parents brought yeah, me up, yeah. you know, me and my sister. Yeah. Um, but it was a, a different experience, like, visiting, like, your crib. It was like, oh, shit, they getting down like this. It's, it's crazy, man. I remember, like, if your dad would leave the house, like, y'all would run downstairs and everybody hug your dad and be like, love you, dad. You know, I'll see you later and all this shit. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it was cool. It was really, really cool to see and like how much, you know, y'all fed off of each other, how much you respected your folks and how much they respected you and how much give and take there was, you know. So, you know, the way that your your upbringing was, you know, and I've told your mom this, we take a lot, me and me and my wife, we take a lot of what we see, like the best things that we see from people and we apply them to the way that we try to bring up our kids and and, mm-hmm. and the things that we do in our home. So, yeah. you know, that shit is invaluable, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no possible way that I could thank you and your family for that. You know what I'm saying? Saying thank you does no justice to, you know, being able to have those mm-hmm. things and those memories and those experiences and actually apply them, you know, because, man, we feel like you're fucking awesome. You know, your sisters are awesome. You know, your your parents are awesome, like the best people that we know. So a sincere thank you for you guys being a part of our lives, you know what I'm saying? And and being able to, for us to have to have that. Man, uh I'm I'm crying over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, um we don't uh I mean I look at your family like that. Like I'm just so appreciative from from jump always being like yeah, Kevin come by, like, yeah, no problem, like, 
Yeah, whatever. Oh, Kevin's riding with you? Cool. If Kevin's coming around with us, cool. Like, there, yeah. was, there was always always open door with me um, around. Same thing with my sisters and my, my folks, man. You know, they were like, you know, we've had situations where our our moms set up Easter or something or holiday. What are we going to do? Or we're going to go to the channels or we're yeah. going to the Broussards after, after this and we're all going to hang out. Yeah. So it's, it was just, you know, a connection out think that was inevitable um and it was it was it's been it's been good uh, i think uh when i have time to sit back and kind of watch my family and how they interact with each other i think that uh a lot of stuff stems unfortunately from from loss like i can see that um uh, my mom lost her dad when she was six years old and uh so because of that she you know my grandmother always talked about how much she loved him, how much she mattered to the family, how much that, that meant, yeah. and how much, you know, time is important. Like, so, yeah, you're going to leave this house, for my parents, you're going to leave this house knowing that you're loved, yeah. knowing that you were got a, a, a good hug. And it's because of you don't know what's going to happen when you walk out that door. That's real. And uh, a lot of times I think that's what, what – what helps me with um, anger sometimes is like, I may not, I might be angry with with certain people or certain people, my friends or family or whatever it is. Yeah. But that anger has nothing to do with my love. Yeah. And it's hard to like separate. Like you're like, man, I'm just mad at that person. I ain't gonna talk to them. I ain't gonna yeah, associate yeah. with them. Not gonna do that. But shoot, man, if if something happened to them, you'd be like devastated. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, my my granddad was good about that too, because you know. With him living in New York when I was younger, you can't always afford tickets to go to New York. He, he was like, he had two kids. He was still trying to, you know, finish raising. My dad had three kids, three young kids they were, he was raising. Yeah. So trying to go back and forth to Houston, you know, yeah. it was tough. And uh, so he spent like, you know, some time. If you got 15 minutes or like a day with him and any, all that was going to be attention and appreciated. So that, that helps. But yeah, man, um, I feel like, for for my family, when it came to you, they were just kind of like, man, thank you for always trying to include um, our son in whatever it is that you're trying to do. And thank you for always respecting, you know, the the house and what, what they were trying to build in their household. Yeah. Some people may see it and be like, well, man, forget all this. This is this is whatever it is, corny or this ain't real or, or you know, whatever it may be. Um but I, I I I can always, you know, felt the love from your family and and to me I was like, there's no there was no difference like to to me when I when I walked in the home your dad was always like hey what's going on Tim yeah. what's up how you doing Nah and, my dad is like that man everybody loves everybody loves my dad bro. yeah <laughs> and, and your mom was always up there cracking up about something or watching a movie or whatever whatever it may be yeah uh so 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 yeah man I I, I you know, you'll people or you'll say those things, and I, I don't really see um, a huge difference. I think that it's good that we kind of feed off each other. So there's aspects that um, I've incorporated into my relationships, incorporated into my life from just uh, getting the chance to hang out with you. I, yeah. I still think, you know, I, we talked about it plenty of times. Like, why did you want to be friends with me? You know what I mean? And uh, it, it, it just. Because he was cute, bro. 
I was I was a little I was a little guy, so yeah. I think, <laughs> this dude, man. Now nah, you did not, bring up a, you not, did bring not, up a good point. <laughs> not, not that I was any bigger. Not that I'm any bigger now, but you know, back then I was really, really small. <laughs> I still remember somebody. I grew like two inches in in high school, and I still remember like that's that short kid. He grew like two inches. <laughs> and I remember thinking in my head, yes. Yeah, it gave me validation to the growth spurt. Nah, but not not to not to dig deep in something because we are in the spirit of closing this thing out, man. But I love the point that you brought up. Um, you know, when you were saying that some things are are the mannerisms and things are, are built on like loss and and knowing that tomorrow's not promised. You know what I'm saying? And that's really throughout the journey of me doing this podcast, man. I think that you know. It, I've never had a real theme to the podcast, especially when I sit down with people, you know what I'm saying? Like the theme is kind of like, yeah, it's that, you know, looking at things through the lens of the the macrocosm of the world and like zooming out and just, just, you know, having that understanding, like none of us got it figured out. We all just trying to do better than we did yesterday. And the people before us, you know, you're not having like that ego and everything like that. Oh yeah. I'm releasing the gases. Look at you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. Listener. Um, but other than that, man, you know, I've realized just through talking, just through natural conversations and not being scripted, a lot of what I believe in, man, is for one, uh, empathy. You know, I, I really, honestly, man, just I'm like, yo, just treat other people the way you want to be treated. Just try to take a walk in their in their shoes and that'll help. Like just trying to I, I, I hate, despise people that are just vehemently just like you should do things this way and not attempt to to look at things through through other people's eyes you know what i'm saying if people could be more empathetic i think it would make the world a lot better you know yeah other than that man i'm i'm just big on giving people the flowers while they can still smell them you know what i'm saying and and i uh you know maybe that's that's one of the things that i subconsciously adopted from being around you, you know what I'm saying, and your family, because that's like you say, that's that's what y'all do. So you know, definitely on this podcast, man. Any any and all guests that I have on, man, I just want to make sure that you know you you know how much you know you in particular, Mr. Kevin, how much you know that I appreciate you. I love you. I know you used to not be so big on that, you know, because we grew up in the era of new <laughs> yeah. uh, you gay, you know, if you <laughs> if you say something like that. But now that we're older yeah. men and we we've been blessed enough to make it to the age that we are and and blessed enough to have the lives that we live uh yeah man it's appreciated man when yeah. you got somebody that like truly and and unconditionally just just loves you for who you are yeah. and uh that's you man you know i appreciate you i love you man i love you too bro um i, I i'm with we're gonna make out now no damn no that's not that's never gonna happen i'm sorry but fuck so Have to try. <laughs> uh, I hate you sometimes, bro. We, we had something good, man. We we were on another level. You just you just brought her back down. We'll get that. Like, ah. <laughs> this is where we at, uh, man. So I I'm, I'm kind of under the impression that the reason why this Earth has so many different cultures, so many different countries, and so many different backgrounds is because we're we're should be forced to look at different perspectives yeah especially in our country because of 
you know, because of there's so many different things in, in our country. It's a melting pot. Yeah, it's a, it's a melting pot. And because of that, we have not only uh, the obligation to understand the perspective, we can lead the front in that because of how many things, how many people are around. Yeah. Like this, it's, it's, it's meant to be perspective. It's kind of why your life puts you in different things. Like you're like, man, I never want this to happen. Or I don't want this to do or do, or I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're dealing with those things because it changes your perspective yeah. on, on this world. Yeah. Facts. And because of the way we have so many different people, you don't have to go far to find that different perspective. You you can just, without having experienced it, you can listen to somebody or talk to somebody or ask a question to somebody about their perspective. So, That's how it should be, though. It, but it's not It's not how it is. It, it's, it's, but it's so easy to actually be that way. And in the spirit of that, you know, just shout out to the people that do the, you know, Without going, obviously, dive, without diving into the rabbit hole of, you know, a lot of things that happened in the past year or recently and everything like that, man, you know, we have our turmoils. We have things, you know, especially as young black men like ourselves that we deal with and understanding more of the history that, you know, our culture dealt with before us, you know, and, and coming to the realization of, of somebody, people like me and you and understanding the the how lucky and the, and the privilege that we did have of not having to deal with some of those things, but still respecting the fact that man, people have come before us that dealt with a lot worse that made it to be the way that, that we can live our lives in peace, so to say, but still respecting the fact that and understanding the fact that man, if we don't play our cards right, or even if we do play our cards right, it could be us yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and there's nothing we could do about it because people that look like us and are just like us, no matter what, no matter what the fuck jobs we got or businesses we own or how respectful the fuck we are, it could happen to us just mainly because of the way that we look. You know? So my point is just shout out to, you know, when shit hit the fan, shout out to those people that don't look like us that did reach out and say yeah. and, and and had the questions and said hey what am i not understanding how can i help yeah what can i read how can i understand more you know what you guys are going through and to and not put them on the spot man but shout out to you know your your boy your your old college roommate Jess you know he's yeah, somebody yeah. that reached out yeah you know and he had questions you know and and i, I appreciate it and i love him we we were going to do a very goofy uh zoom when things popped off and I'm yeah. I'm kind of glad that we <laughs> uh, was, uh, the emotions were heightened at the that time emotions man. were heightened man I'm kind of glad that you know we you know me and him in particular didn't didn't get that shit recorded because yeah it was it, it, it would have came off a little goofy man uh, but shout out to him for, for even reaching out man my boy Jason as well you know he did the same thing very different walks of life you know but um at least had the wherewithal to say hey you know what shit let me at least ask, you know, yeah. like what, what's up, you yeah. know, like what, what is it? What, what are the problems? Yeah. You know, even though I may not fully understand what is it that I'm not seeing? Yeah. How can I help? You know, like, so that's all it takes to your point. Yeah. You know, just through conversations. And I know like, yeah, like you said, when things show up at your front store, front door, then of course you're going to have a completely different perspective of right. it because you're actually going through it at that point. Yeah. And us living in this country, it tends to happen, man. Yeah. People going to slowly realize 
whether they want to admit it or not, we we all niggas <laughs> at this point, man. Like, there's only a very few, very, 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 very few, you know, people that are like the the elites. You know what I'm saying? So, whatever. We we all new slaves, you know, like Kanye <laughs> say, you know. But so, but people don't want to accept that. People people want to feel like, oh, you know, when they talking about these, uh, you know, people or whatever, they ain't talking about me. You know, I'm. I'm, you know, they, they gonna tax the rich. They gonna, t- they gonna tax me. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, the fuck they ain't. <laughs> Your little check is you fine. <laughs> you are good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but anyway, nah, man, um, nah, that's 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 cool that you brought that up, man. It's just if if people could have more empathy and see the different perspectives by having the conversations kind of like this, you know, long form conversations. And not actually have to experience shit, you know, just listen to other people. But yeah, the world the world would be a much better place. One time when I was um, a little bit more, or when I was a little bit more uh, uh, militant, uh, <laughs> there was a uh, man. I'm going blank here. Uh, there was a uh, Nation of Islam uh, conference or or seminar going on in san antonio yeah and at this time i was in you know went to school went to school in san antonio and at this time yeah i was part of the uh black students bsa black student alliance okay and i'm about to go to this meeting and at this time i'm like doing all kinds of research on um the culture the history just ingesting as much knowledge as i could find because yeah at this time wikipedia was just hitting his stride so you can just go down a rabbit hole of just learning knowledge like just, yeah. it was it was great and uh i'm about to go and i have like a test or final i'm trying to get an exam i'm trying to get ready for and i'm like man i'm about to do it and i had this thought that if i if i'm going to this no 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 disrespect to anybody who's who's you know nation of islam or any any religion that you trying to um spiritually connect with yeah um i'm I, I just knew that if i went down to that to that seminar things in, in me would change like things would yeah i, I would I, I would initiate going to a different path yeah. i just knew that about myself yeah yeah and so I, at the time when i signed up to go and another another person who was part of the bsa with me was like like we were on the same way same wavelength like, mm-hmm. you know let's go let's go so I didn't even hesitate to to sign up and go. And then probably about two hours before, you know, it's time to go, I, I thought, I was like, man, my purpose is not necessarily to just learn all this for, for me or my, my culture. My purpose is for understanding, for, okay. for not only for me, but anybody, because at that time, you know, you could, I was young and people around me were young. And what yeah. I mean by that is when you're young, you have questions. So you get questioned probably more more about black culture and black things than you would do as when you get an adult when you're a professional. Yeah. You just, you're just told you don't do that, you know, not in a professional realm. Yeah. You're not in a professional realm when you're a student or when you're in that age, in yeah. that age bracket, man. You, yeah. you, people just going to ask you or say something. And you just kind of either roll with it or add, laugh it off, whatever it is. Yeah. So my, my, my whole thing was to learn as much as I could to be able to give someone else who had questions or wanted to know about culture or black culture 
an understanding. Yeah. And and I, so I didn't go because I was like, that's not my goal. My goal is to be understood. And, and, I got you. And I don't want anybody to like 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 uh, you know who said it before like uh, uh, Boondocks and Dave Chappelle <laughs> were huge, right? For for yeah, for man. me, like I, I loved it. I, I, it's just it was it it understood the culture so much. Yeah, you know, it understood so much. And I almost felt like you know let this doesn't need to be released. Like this is <laughs> this just needs just to be for. Black people, because it's it's just. But that was the genius of it. That was the genius of Boondocks, and that was the genius of Chappelle as a, as a comedian and as a as Chappelle show, because they understood, like, yeah, our struggle as Black people, it's not funny. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 hard. We lost a lot of people. We're talking life life or death type things, mm-hmm. and and things still aren't better. But that's the genius of what they did to be able to put it in comedic form. Yeah. But I think obviously we understood that. And, and, and you know, that old cliche saying of, of being able to laugh to keep from crying. That was awesome to have that outlet. But I think in a way. The genius behind that was abused by other people that didn't understand that struggle. So, you know, when you hear, you know, people. It, it 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 irks me when I hear people giving praise to like Chappelle and being like, "Oh, he's the goat, he's a genius, and all that," but then protest, you know, uh, against people that protest and kneel and stuff like that. Because if you really understood Chappelle and a, and a Boondock show and stuff like that, then you would understand and appreciate the struggle, you know, of of what they're actually talking about. Yeah. You know, you it, it's it, it's like. Yeah, it's all fine for you to laugh along exactly. with the culture yeah. and, and, and mimic the dances yeah. and all of that shit that we do. Yeah. But then all of a sudden when people are like, oh, we're going to protest this, you're like, oh, no, I think you should do it in a different way. Right. Well, fuck you. You know, yeah, yeah. don't laugh along with that shit then. Don't, 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 don't appreciate what you, you're not fully appreciating what's, what's being said there if you're, if you're not with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, no that's exactly what it is. It's, 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 uh, having the ability to share in the laughter with you. Yeah. But be out when it's time to share the struggle. When shit hit the fan. And 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 uh so that was that was always my concern was like with it. At some point I'm gonna have to interact with somebody who watched this and laughed and cracked up like just yeah. just as hard as I laughed at it. And I wouldn't understand how they were taking the joke. Yeah. And I wouldn't know how I would take it from 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 them. Yeah. Now I'm older. I'm not as militant as I was, and I realize it's all about perspectives and 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 making sure people understand. And so it's a little bit different than what it was. Yeah. The other thing I always think about is that, yes, um, I in a very fortunate position um, because of all the work that was done before before me. Yeah. But. I still have family members and cousins and 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 friends and family friends that have family members that are still in a position that is still trying to work towards a different level. Yeah, and they deal with things that I didn't have to, you know, encounter. I could still encounter, but I, I, at this point, thank God, I haven't had to. Yeah, but so I have to take that in mind because. Um, people like 
uh, uh, Brianna Taylor could have been uh, a cousin. Easily. And, and the reason why I say that is because, you know, if you live in that setting and you, she might have been with somebody she grew up with. Yeah. Someone that she just, they just knew her. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm not saying that's what necessarily happened. It's just what could happen to someone I know that could have been just in love with someone they knew in high school that got wrapped up in something else that they didn't, that they didn't need to be wrapped up in. Yeah, absolutely. And praying that they would get to a different spot and working towards getting to working themselves to get them both out of a different spot. Yeah. And things went left, unfortunately. Yeah. So. Because it's those things that people don't take into consideration, man. Like you say, I mean, you know, you'd be doing everything right. You know, like, like myself, like I talked about earlier, I made a bad mistake with the whole DWI thing. That was a self-inflicted wound. So it's really not a good example. And I, I take full responsibility for something like that. But we talk about somebody like, you know, the person that Breonna Taylor was with, man, people don't really fully understand that, man. Sometimes just by the name that you have on, on a resume, you're not getting that job just because an employee is looking at their name and saying, oh, that's a black person. That's a black guy. You know, that ethnicity. Um, Goddamn. That's the alcohol talking. Yeah, yeah. The, no, I've always had a problem with that word. I don't even ethnicity. say Ethnicity. Yeah, it just bothers me. Yeah. Like my tongue gets stuck with it. Yeah. But, you know, you know what I'm trying to say, man. Just because of, like, the fact that you fill out on a resume black as, as what you are, you know, as your race, you're not getting that job. And some people will hear that and be like, no, that's not true. That's not that's not true. Whatever. No, that's facts. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, some people may view or look down upon, oh, man, this guy, he was a bad person and deserved what came to him because he was trying to make amends for, for him and his family or for him and his girlfriend by doing something that they don't agree with. And they feel like I went out and I got a job. Why couldn't he? Why did he have to be doing something that he shouldn't be doing? Different different walks of life, man. I, I, I do think that we uh need to push more uh trade aspects. And I know I know I know that's tough because of like you said, because of those uh applications things. But I I'm 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 trying I, I didn't mean for it to get to, to where we're at, but um We're letting it flow. Yeah. Um I, I uh, I have uh, younger cousins that, you know, man, I don't. They don't want to do school. They don't want to bring up the debt. Yeah. The schooling process is just not what they're, you know, wanting to to, to deal with. And 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 uh, to be honest, even when you go to school, it's still you still got to go through the process of going through interviews, learning Absolutely. how to do your job, learning how to do those things. Absolutely. But I think like um, um, like. Bubba is is a great example, man. Like, cause shout out to Bubba, man. Mari Sneed, yeah. Cause when I met him, he was trying. To, I think he was doing studying to be uh, uh working in the cath lab. <laughs> my my yeah. man has studied to be everything on the planet, bro. But yeah, <laughs> but but he's never he's never stopped to the urge to to learn. Yeah, and he's gone into welding and he's you know perfected it and started his own business. Yeah, you know I wish. You know, if he could spend like ten minutes talking to uh, my cousin about his career path, yeah, I wish that you know our boy Fredo works worked for the Port of Houston. 
does great. Yeah. It's long hours, it's crazy, but what job isn't crazy, you know? Yeah. Well, she was, had a chance to stop and talk to someone else just to like his career path and where it took him. But those are, those are avenues that, you know, I don't think a lot of brothers know about. And like one more, I'm done. I'm no, yeah, yeah. Jess, let it flow. Jess was another one we were talking about. Old roommate. Yeah. He went into did a um, coding boot camp. Yeah. And you know he was. I, I remember him telling me he's like, "Hey man, I'm gonna do this boot camp for a couple of months, and then you know things are gonna progress." And I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's what you say you're gonna do, because that dude I've seen him sell cars, computers. Yeah. Um you know do uh be on the call service like i've seen that dude do all do all those things yeah and um you know have him talk to someone younger all right now he's been talking to me because he's like bro you need to there's so much to 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 learn yeah um but you know those are those are i remember you were talking about you know a while back trying to set up something to talk to a group of people or a group of young black men just to yeah just to know i still want to do that things. it's just you know bad timing with COVID. that's yeah. the only reason why I, uh you know i didn't go through with it and then i was like let's bring it back up and then freaking delta came out so it was like last thing i want to you know i want to do something positive but i want to put people at risk at the same time you know so yeah but yeah um i know what you're talking about um Man, to that I say I hate to even bring this up because I definitely don't want to dive into it. We uh, every time we say we wrapping up, we keep going, which is the point of podcast. If, if shit's flowing, man, oh man, I I'm not was, I'm not gonna stop it. You know, I, what I was saying? just gonna talk you off it and like, hey, some of this, <laughs> some of this stuff. Nah, like, I appreciate you being gracious with your time. The whole the whole subject about us the the poop tech the poop technology <laughs> that we were good, <laughs> which. Still, I'm gonna prove to you that it's a real thing. You can, but we can also cut that out if you wanted to. No, 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 no biggie. No, I don't edit nothing. We're not editing. We're not editing anything. Oh, right, uh, nah, man. The last, the last thing that I say is, um, you know, I love that you brought up the whole trade aspect of of, of doing things, man. Yes, we, we need to talk to the youth more. You know, especially our our young black men. What's up? What's up? You had a question? No, no. Question. Okay. Oh, you you you. Okay, you disagreeing with me? I got you. Um. Yeah, man, especially especially bro, if if we go to school, you know, a young black man go to school for something like a specific trade, then yeah, it's much easier to to go into that trade and and and, and do it, you know, you got the education behind you. Dope. The problem is that, you know, and like I say, I definitely don't want to dive into this rabbit hole. I'll just touch on it like quickly. Maybe we'll do a part 2, but bro, our education system is not set up for us to be entrepreneurs and to build wealth and to go into investing and to go into real estate and to go into all these things. It's just not taught in school. Our education system is set up for us to be sheep, for us to be workers, for us to learn how to sit somewhere idly for eight hours a day and be prone to, and, and, and accept that, you know, and get into the workforce and 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 just accept that shit as, as as part of life. You know what I'm saying? But when you get older, it's hard to fucking you know break out of that mold and say I want to do something different because that's what they've already fucking trained you to do. Yeah, you know. I think Tupac said something to to the point of when you 
you know, man has until like the age of 30, once they turn 35, and I could be off with the numbers, that that, that rebellious part of you kind of tapers a little bit. Yeah. I'm 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 like Yeah. I know, I know I, I'm off. He says something like that. But, but man, I can't correct you because I don't I don't I don't know. You, I, you could be right. I think it was in a documentary or something, man. Maybe. But I mean if Pac said it, man, yeah, obviously Pac was a visionary, bro. You know, he said a lot of um visionary things, man, like that that still hold true to this day. And he's been he's he hasn't been with us for what, twenty, twenty five years? Well, he's now? still with us. He just Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right, man. He lives. He lives. He lives on in all his clones, man. Hip hop ain't been the same. R.I.P. Pac, man. Man, in that, in that spirit, bro. Like I say, I was just gonna tap on that, man. We 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 officially gonna gonna close this thing out. But if you've listened to any of the episodes that I do until they're 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 fully done, you know that I close the thing out with trying to get on. Uh, trying to promote to get on the person that I really want to have as a guest on this podcast, man, somebody that I really look up to, that I respect, not just because he was a professional athlete, absolutely because of what he's done after his professional career, that is Mr. Arian Foster, man. So I ask all of my guests, if you wouldn't mind, please, could you make a short little elevator pitch that I can put together in a video compilation, I'm sorry, an audio compilation that I'll send out to Arian to try to see if he would uh, mind being a guest on this podcast, bro. Uh, Mr. Foster, if you didn't know, this is one of the, I'm sitting across one of the biggest fans, not just for you on the field, but off just your mind, just just your cadence. Um, he would greatly appreciate just spending, you know, 20 minutes of your time with you, just to break bread with you, have a, have a conversation. Um, meditate whatever it is he would, he would definitely appreciate it so yeah i appreciate you man i appreciate that man this has been awesome bro i mean of course man when when we we have our conversations man we can always chop it up for hours just no matter what it is man but i appreciate you being so gracious with your time man and i i really had a good time of course just with all like with most of my guests um we we probably could have went another 2 hours dog yeah <laughs> but um this was a lot of fun man so we'll definitely have to do a part two brother but uh yeah. again man love you appreciate you uh having you on and uh love you too man i, I really appreciate you you know asking me to do this i i i, I felt bad i felt i wanted to bring something of value but uh i think you but you absolutely did man. <laughs> <laughs> nah man it's all good Already, man. Well, shoot, man. All right, man. All right, uh, Uninformed uh, Opinions guest. We're going to see y'all next time. We're going to see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.